Welcome to another episode of the Specifist on a on December tenth, two thousand twenty-one. So today we're talking about control and how control is a lot more nuanced than you may think. So we we uh kind of grow up with this weird idea from society and from the West and from whatever it is that says that control is this thing that people do where, like, you control your actions, I control my actions. You know, you can control, like, rich people control the economy and poor people don't really and things like this. You know, politicians control the government in the United States and where the United States goes and is headed and things like this. So, what is the problem with this myth, and it is a myth, is that it's just not true. It's never been true. Um, even with our own, in our own selves, it's not true. So I'll give you an example. So let's say you want you your mind you your brain or your mind wants something. It's addicted to having sugar. I keep talking about sugar, I don't know why, but anyways, so let's say your brain does this and it's addicted to sugar. It wants sugar and it wants it now. And you say no, I don't want sugar, I don't want this because it isn't good for me and I want to Stay healthy and go to the gym and things like this. Let's say your mind wins. Part of your mind wins. The, the mind that wants sugar. So you eat sugar and then you feel guilty. Who's in control? Is there two parts of you or is there just one? Or is it more accurate to say that you are not the mind itself. So this is what I'm talking about. Control is a lot more nuanced than people think it is. It's a lot more complex than just, oh, this rich guy is controlling the economy. And this guy is controlling him and you know, things like this. Because there's always other factors in here to consider. So... Let's say um, somebody wants to charge $20 for something, a businessman or something, right? Let's say another businessman finds out about this, says, fuck you, that's too much money. I can make a bigger um, amount of money by charging $15 for this thing, whatever it is. And so as long as that kind of competition can kind of continue within reason, things are going to get cheaper, you know, prices are going to go down, supply is going to go down, it's going to go up perhaps, uh, and things like this. And to say that rich people control all of this is an inaccurate, inaccurate statement because 
You know, people vote with their wallets. Does it mean that we have the same control as they do? Perhaps not. And there's an argument there, but to say they have all of this control is inaccurate. And this is one of the reasons why I'm not a conspiracy theory person, because in order to have a conspiracy theory or a conspiracy, you would have to have somebody controlling the conspiracy theory. But as we just explained, control is, is not a one-way process. No, even in, in even in government, in Congress, control is not a one-way process where the Democrats win every single time and the Republicans win every single time the next time around, for the most part. It's a lot more complex. It's kind of more like a ripple effect, right? So, say you wanted, want to... Uh, you know, go to bed or do something. And somebody who's really convincing convinces you to do something else. Who's in control here? Well, the person, in a sense, could, you could say the person is in control, but you're the one who made the decision. You, you could have said no. You could have said, go fuck yourself or whatever, you know, with more politeness, of course, but you know what I mean. And you could have done what you wanted to do. And so you controlled yourself because this person wants you to control you in the same way. And maybe he did it in a way that wasn't the best way of doing it. You know, perhaps, you know, there's that argument. And we could, we could talk about that. But well, that's what happened. And so when you are looking at things like the economy, it's important to understand this, I think, because control you know, is not a one-way process. It's a ripple effect. Let's say one day, you know, it takes a lot of people to make a ripple. In this case, in, because the economy is so big, you know, it's like trying to make a ripple in a really big lake, for instance. But let's say you... Uh, or perhaps I'd say more like making a ripple in, in a river, but anyways, say you um, you put a progress prog uh, let's say you uh, get a job for so much a month uh, or a day or whatever an hour. and so that adds something to the market. That adds maybe more products, but it also takes a little bit away. It takes a little bit of money, but it's going to give some of that money back because you're going to be spending that money in something else in the economy. But then that, and so that gives money to the economy that would not necessarily be there before um, from somebody else. And so you're adding into the system. So, um, one of the things too is that you're, when you're buying something, you're you're affecting the economy, however small that might be. Might be very, it might be a very minute change, but it's it's a change. It's doing something, 
and over time that that change for multiple people changes product demand and things like this i think we kind of kind of understand this <clears throat> and so control is control is a lot more nuanced than we have kind of assumed <clears throat> I think the main, main reason why this is is because of ignorance and I don't mean ignorance as in, as in like you're dumb like being mean but like ignorance as in like oh I didn't know that this did this because we don't really think about it too much and things like this I think I want to make an episode about this in the future but anyways so how is this re relevant and practical in your everyday life type thing so when it comes to your mind let's say your 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 body it's it's interesting actually because your body can make you do things that you yourself may not want to do you know you might your body might have an itch and you and you're trying to focus on something and your body keeps you from focusing on this thing because of the itch that it has. So you scratch the itch and whatnot. There's a very uh, interesting, delicate connect connection between the brain and the body, or the brain and, the, and or the body and you, um, as well as the brain. Um, you know, a lot of people want to say that, that you are like the brain, uh, I don't think that's completely true, because the computer isn't just the machinery, it's it's also software, and things like this. I mean, the machinery is an integral part of this, because without it, you know, the software wouldn't work, and, and things like this, but, you know, without the software, the machinery wouldn't do anything either. It would just kind of sit there, just a dull brick, basically. And so, <clears throat> both things are needed to get this machine working. Ultimately, um, but that's another episode. But anyways, so the mind can control the body, you know, the mind can direct the body to move via the brain and whatnot and the brain and the body can sometimes go against the brain and the mind and sometimes it'll say no and then kind of things like this so when you're looking at the world and you realize that things are not going quite as planned whatever those things are if you think of things in this kind of way, that that control is is more nuanced and is more about influence than just control. When things go wrong, you can look at this and go, "Okay, so how was this um, prove prove or disprove what you know David is saying here?" What you can do is you can look to why this went wrong. Why did this thing happen? That you didn't want to happen. 
you know, maybe you made a mistake. Maybe that's a part of it. But why'd you make a mistake? Your brain made, made a mistake. It made a fatal error in reasoning, whatever it was. And so you couldn't control all the factors that were responsible for what was happening. Maybe you were getting angry at the time, and like anger and fear can help you make mistakes more. That's, that's something that I've noticed myself. And so your mistakes are completely your mistakes, the brain mistakes, the body's mistakes, you know, things like this. Um, and vice versa, sometimes the body you know, might get hurt because the brain fails to notice something or you, you fail to notice something. Uh, and so you might hit your toe on something, you stub your toe or whatever you, they call it these days. And so you stub your toe and your body sends a signal saying, ow, ow. And your brain goes, oh shit, I didn't see that thing there or whatever it was. Um, so I think that's basically what we really need to be talked about here. 8.02 a.m. Tuesday, November 16th. Go. Recording duration, five minutes, pro. And that's pretty much all the point that I want to make here on this subject. I try to keep my episodes moderately short. So, anyways, this is The Specifist, and I'll talk to you in the next episode.